Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back for another chit chat with me. I had some insights that I wanted to bring you this evening. It's a different crowd. It's almost nine o'clock at night, and we're just going to play with this and have some fun. So, one of the things that I was talking about on Instagram earlier today is novelty. And I'm sure that I'll post the video to YouTube as well if you're watching this on YouTube. And essentially what I was getting at is a lot of the time the solutions that you're seeking and the insight that you want and the wisdom that you're after, all of that comes from breaking outside of what you have always been doing. So the the thing that is most uncomfortable for us as we're trying to branch out into new areas of life or we want to have new experiences with things is the fact that it's unknown. So if you want something different, some something about your inner experience is going to need to be different or the type of circumstances that you put yourself in are going to have to be different or not circumstances but environments rather a lot of the time we need that we we need to break out of the status quo in order to gain a new perspective so when i was talking about novelty Not only does novelty allow us to, you know, um, hold on, I don't want to, I don't want to overdo what I'm talking about right now because we were talking about a lot. It was a, it was a good conversation. Basically what I'm getting at is creativity, creative solutions, creative inspiration, all of that stuff requires you to break out of patterns, So patterns and the mundane everyday stuff that you've been doing is kind of the antithesis of inspiration. So a lot of the times they're at odds with each other because if you wake up every morning, you do the same thing, you go to the same job, you drive the same route, you eat the same food, you put on the same clothes, like that type of experience does not really facilitate a new perspective, okay? So it's very easy for us to stay in the same thought patterns because nothing is interrupting the thought patterns. And the thing is, we can manually do this if you are being conscious of what you're thinking and how you're feeling and what your perspective is and you're consciously moving it in a different direction. You can do it that way. You don't need to break outside of your box in order to shift your perspective. However, a lot of the time, the quality of thoughts that we receive, they're going to be different when we're in the habit loop versus when we're in a novel experience, when we're doing something different, when we're breaking the routine, When we're going somewhere new and we're trying something different, that novelty allows you to hold a different vantage point. And because you're having a new experience, new neural pathways are being stimulated, different parts of your brain are being activated, which then contribute to whatever type of inspiration you want or 
um, could use in the moment. Who knows? We don't actually know what, what it's going to open up. And one of the things that I noticed today, I, I got back from the beach not long ago. I went down to the beach and I walked a loop that I enjoy. I don't do it every day. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it's a habit for me to go there and do that, but every once in a while I like to go to this particular beach and walk around this particular area. And I noticed that as soon as I got to the end of the beach, I started having all of these ideas all of these business ideas and different ways that I could structure things and and just different things that I think would be fun, different, um, you know, I, I got some inspiration for money magic, new things that I have coming up, new things that I want to offer. There was just all of this stuff that kept coming to the surface. And what I realized is, oh, this is this is because I've broken the routine. I've broken the loop that I was in. And so then it made it made the ideas more available to me. If I was sitting in my living room and it was just that that perspective that is overly familiar, then I could not have had that awareness come to me. And so anyway, with this whole conversation of novelty that we've been having in my in my world today and that I've been thinking about a lot and just how just how critical it is for us to like we talked about a while ago, having a mountain to climb, having new experiences, having something that you are pursuing, no matter whether that's tangible or intangible, even something like an emotional experience is a mountain, so to speak. So exercising more of an emotional state is a mountain that you are climbing. Having more of that is so, so, so important. And a lot of the time, our awareness of what we want for ourselves, what we desire in this next chapter of life, is almost hidden if we're too suffocated by the status quo. So if you are kind of drowning in everything is the same, or I'm doing the same things in my work, I, you know, I have the same friend group or I'm in the same area or whatever, and it's just consistent, and there's nothing wrong with consistency, but there can be too much of a good thing. And so you might find that if you have been chewing on a problem for a really long time, or you're like trying to figure something out, or you haven't quite found a solution, or the right inspiration for whatever it is that you're wanting, it might be a novelty issue. It might be that you're stuck in a loop that is too familiar, and so it's really hard to gain a different vantage point. And so one of the things that I'm really excited about with Big Kid School is just that it's going to be stretching what you expose yourself to intentionally. 
And then as a result, just a natural byproduct of actively doing that and saying, I'm going to do this thing differently. I'm going to pursue something else. I'm going to open myself to new experiences. I'm going to try something I've never done before or I've always wanted to do. I'm going to go explore new places because this is a lot of what we're going to be stretching within ourselves during big kid school is really, really expanding yourself in terms of experience. And then as, and then as that is practiced over time, who knows what it's going to bring you. Because the thing, the thing about predictability is predictability is stable and secure and that in itself is neutral. So when I'm saying stable and secure, and predictable, that can be a very, very, very good thing in the right context. And then in other ways, it can be suffocating. And you being able to feel into how much of what you need, that's that's your work. Only you will know how much of what you need. Do Do you want more stability? Do you want more consistency? Do you need some novelty? Do you want some inspiration? Do you want to push yourself to have new experiences? Do you want your life to feel full and rich and exciting throughout the week? Right? All of those things are only, only you have the answer to that. But what I, um, hold on, my train of thought got away from me. Hold on, let me recall it. Something that I was mentioning in the discussion about novelty is that people are in a habit of treating life like a math equation in the sense that if I have X issue, then I need to respond to it directly. However, a lot of the time, that's not where the solution is going to live if you're wanting a different experience within a pattern. Okay, so so let's say you have a pattern that you've been dealing with for quite some time and you want to have a new experience or you want a new perspective. Odds are you're not going to easily access that when you're sitting where you always sit and doing what you always do and in the routine you've always had and numbing the way you normally do when you get off of work. Okay, that's not that's not going to stir up the creative juices and it's not going to give you a potentially beneficial perspective on that thing that you want an answer to. So this is where breaking outside of the status quo can be really helpful, but it depends on like in mm, how do I want to say this? I am excited to see what answers come for people and what solutions come for people when they are no longer trying to directly wrestle the problem. Because a lot of the time people are getting in the way. It's like by by saying there's a problem here and so here here's what I'm frustrated with and they front load the problem by talking about it and going into detail about it and explaining how it occurred and how long it's been happening and how frustrated they are and how scared they are that they're not going to be able to fix it and they don't have a solution yet. That is not where an innovative solution is going to live. It's not going to emerge from that discussion. 
And so, of course, you can directly recalibrate your attitude about something, but that's a different process. But a lot of the time, when you actually give yourself, you intentionally create space where you are not focusing directly on the problem. And instead, you are loosely understanding. You kind of have an open palm with your problems. And you say, okay, I understand that I'm desiring a solution to this and that that solution does exist in some way, shape, or form. It exists. It's out there. Even if I haven't thought of it yet, but I know that I'm not going to miss it and it is going to come to me and it's going to make itself known. It's going to make itself evident. Okay, so that's kind of the the open-handed attitude that you want to take with your problems. Then, more than likely, the actual answer drops in when you are not immersed in the problem. That's usually how it goes. So it's interesting because when you when you are stuck in a loop, you're you're in a pattern, you're just habitually operating the way you always have, right? Or you you're noticing that there's things that you want, but you're kind of scared to approach them. It's like I don't I don't think for the majority of people having a direct I need to fix this kind of attitude is going to be particularly fruitful, especially early on. Instead, it is one of those things where you want to jump outside of the problem and instead just get yourself to hold a different perspective that you may not have otherwise accessed. And that's where doing what you haven't done before, even if it's completely unrelated, This is where I've been talking about kinetic meditation as far as like doing something that puts you in a non-thought state can be really helpful. Because thinking, if you have been thinking in the same energetic tone as the problem, it's going to be difficult to think outside of that tone. So that's why the people get so wrapped up in their problems and they get really, really sticky for people because thinking outside of that one tone is hard when there's a lot of momentum around something, right? So anyway, the reason why I'm saying all of this is understand this is a practice and don't be afraid to take your eyes and ears off of the problem in favor of doing something you've never done before so that you can get a different vantage point and a different perspective. Because when you're when you're mm, like moving throughout life, and going to different places and seeing different landscapes and doing different things and and tinkering with things is what allows you to see to see things differently. So you want to open up those channels and then that makes solutions flood into your experience a lot easier. So we want we want to open up many pathways that may not have been accessible to you previously. So when you're immersed in a problem, the solution is unavailable. When you are in a space where there's just some motion, and and you can really think about it like that. 
when you're doing something unrelated, there's more energetic circulation that, that's occurring. As soon as you focus on an issue or problem, you can feel your energy tank and things slow down and it starts to get all warped. And so that's an indication that there's not enough energetic circulation for something of a quote unquote high frequency to drop in. I don't know how I feel about high frequency in terms of language, but I'm not going to shop around for different words at this point. So just roll with it. But it's really a matter of circulation. And a lot of the problems that we have when it comes to momentum, when it comes to issues in our lives, when it comes to uh, mental gridlock that we're experiencing, it's, it's a circulation issue. And when you start thinking in terms of energetic circulation, instead of fixing a problem, the whole world starts to open up in different ways. And it, it takes the pressure off of your brain having to conjure a, a way to fix it or to get there or to come up with the answer. And a lot of the time you'll notice, you'll notice that the answers come when you're doing the dishes or you're in the shower or you're you're weeding the garden. That's when the answers drop in because you are not immersed in the problem. And so while so much of our, so many of us are spending too much time on the how and let me figure it out and let me you know smother the problem instead of making space for where the creative inspiration actually comes in. And then executing on the how, taking action on the how is going to be a lot smoother because the situation has room to breathe. And so all of this is like an ecosystem that you want to tend to. Anyway, this is not what I meant to talk about uh, as I was coming on here, but here we are. It's been alive. So anyway, that is what we're really going to be doing in big kids school is just like doubling down on giving yourself time and space to get into that zone where you're not just doing what you've always done. And one of the things that I'm really excited about in my work and that I've really noticed like the shift in terms of what I'm focused on, what I'm doing, what I'm offering people is moving away from lecture-based offers and moving into experiential offers. That's really where my heart is and that's what I what I want to do more of this year. Like Apex, for example. Apex is experiential. There's no lectures involved. And so that's been, you know, that's like a, that has a special place in my heart. Or Big Kid School. Big Kid School is 100% experiential. It's I'm not I'm not giving you this left brain lecture that you have to digest. I feel like people are overloaded with information and now it's time to really bring that information into application and start doing the things because people have overconsumed information and instead I'm I'm just getting that there's this hunger to actually practice. There's a hunger to actually bring things into fruition and take action on all of the things that you've learned and like really practice those new patterns and ways of thinking that you may have been doing in the mindset work, the, the personal development side of things, to actually synthesize all of that through exercising the skills. And so I'm just very excited about like 
giving people the opportunity to flex the muscles, the things that they're really wanting for themselves. And so this is this is a big one that I've been kind of seeing simmering underneath the surface for a very long time. So I'm super excited about it. And let's see, is there anything else I want to add here? I think that's it for the moment. It's it's getting late for me. I'm not usually up working at this hour. But anyway, I just wanted to share that. <clears throat> Big Kid School, link in bio, in the show notes, in the description box. You know the drill. If you want to check it out, we start on June 1st. And I will talk to you all next time. Have a good one, everybody. Bye-bye.